today, I just want to ask you this question. Are you fully following the Lord? Are you fully following the Lord? I'll say it one more time. Are you fully following the Lord? On this come and see service, I want, to, I want you to really ask yourself, are you following, are you fully following the Lord? Do you know if you look at the New Testament, you see the phrase, and they followed him. That seems to be a popular phrase found in Scripture, especially the New Testament. For instance, John chapter 10, verse number 27, Jesus says this, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they... The Bible says in John chapter 12, verse 26, If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my Father will honor. Do you see the phrase, let him follow me? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4 and verse number 19, listen to the words of the gospel. Jesus said to the disciples, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. The scripture also records in Matthew 8 and verse number 22, and Jesus said to them, follow me and let the dead bury the dead. Now, it seems that there is a progression in scripture that when you look at the New Testament, this phrase, and they followed him or follow me, is very consistent with the New Testament. Matthew chapter 9 and verse number 9, and Jesus passed on from there. He saw a man by the name of Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, follow me. The Bible also says in Matthew 19 and verse number 21, and Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, told the rich young ruler this, if you want to be perfect, go and sell what you have Give it to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. Come and follow me. The Bible also says in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus says this to his disciples. If anyone, he says to him, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. John chapter 1, verse number 37, and the two disciples heard him speak. And they followed Jesus. Somebody shout, and they followed Jesus. The Bible says in Matthew 4 and verse 22, I love this phrase, and immediately they left their boats and their father, and they followed him. Everybody shout, i got to follow him. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18, they immediately left their nets. Mark 1 18, they left their nets and they followed followed him. Now isn't it ironic that throughout the New Testament this phrase, and they followed him, and they followed him, keeps reappearing in the scriptures. The Bible says in Matthew 4 and verse 25, not only did one person follow him, but look at what it says here, for whoever has, to him more will be given, but whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. That is the wrong scripture. Somebody say amen. Somewhere in Mark 4, it says, and they followed him. Somebody saying they followed him. All throughout the New Testament, they followed, they followed, they followed. 
But you know what is really interesting to me? This is what's interesting to me. If you go to the Old Testament, this is the phrase that pops up. Numbers chapter 14, verse 24. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him, has followed me, has followed me, and I will bring him into this land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Isn't it interesting to me that in the New Testament you have all these scriptures, they followed, they followed, they followed, but this little passage in the Old Testament says that Caleb followed fully. Now, let me ask you this question. To follow God fully implies that you can follow Him partially. Is it possible that all of those people that Jesus taught on the Judean hillside they were following him, but they were not following him fully. Even the disciples didn't follow him fully because you had Judas who left. You had Peter who denied him. Even though you had masses of people who quote-unquote was following him, they were not really following him fully. And here this scripture tucked in the Old Testament says there's a man by the name of Caleb. He has a different spirit and the reason he has a different spirit is because he is following God fully. So let me ask this church a question. Is it possible that you can follow God partially and not follow God fully? Jesus said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and body. It's possible to love God with your mind and your heart is not in it. It's possible to love God with your hands and your heart is far from Him. Ladies and gentlemen, are you following Him fully? The Bible says in Matthew 26 and verse 58, if, if you can follow God fully, it is implied that you can follow Him partially. And the Bible says in Matthew 26 verse 58, but Peter followed Him at a distance to the high priest's courtyard. And he went in and sat down with the servants to see the end. So, is it possible to follow Christ partially? Is it possible not to, full, not to fully follow God? Yes. And Peter here is a prime example of somebody not following God fully. Is it possible that we can come to church, sing our songs, give in the offering, and not follow God fully with all of our hearts? Is there anybody in the building that has a Caleb spirit, that has a different spirit, that's fooling, falling fully with all your heart? You see, there was people who followed him because they wanted a fish sandwich. There was people who followed him because they were just wanted a miracle. There were people that followed him because they wanted to get healed. But there was very few people in the New Testament that really followed God with all of their heart, that followed God fully. And I pray to God that we were not just spectators and come to church and sing our songs and ask God for something and forget about Him on Monday and Tuesday. God desires that we follow Him with all of our heart. Hallelujah! I am so sick of weak, neat Christianity. 
where we allow just a little thing to get us out of the house of God or allow a little thing to get us so discouraged we want to give up. You have a different spirit this morning. You were not created to give up. You were not created to throw in the towel. You are my servant, Caleb. You've got a different spirit and you will follow God fully. Somebody shout hallelujah. You were not created to give up. Numbers 14 and verse number 25. Numbers 14. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him, he has followed me fully. Oh, there's something about people following God fully. Peter followed him at a distance. People followed Christ because of the miracles because he was handing out fish and bread on the hillside. But very few people followed him with all of their heart. But I pray to God that you would hear this message this morning, that it would ring in your ears that God doesn't desire half of you or partially some of you. He desires all of you. You know, it's interesting to me that the word Caleb, keep that scripture up there, Caleb in the Hebrew means dog. Now, now don't lose me. Caleb in the Hebrew means dog. Now, why? Nobody wants to be called a dog. But don't lose me. A dog has a great virtue. You know what that virtue is? A dog has the virtue of following its master wherever it goes. Come on, somebody. If, it, if it's hungry, it goes to the master. If it's needy, it goes to the master. If it needs love, it goes to the master. If it needs affection, it goes to the master. A dog has the ability to follow its master. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that this scripture holds a lot of truth for us today because the scripture is implying that we should be as if we're dogs following after the master for every want that we could ever imagine. The Bible says in Matthew 15, verse 21, Matthew 15, verse 21, my last scripture here, Matthew 15, verse number 21. Matthew 15 and verse number 21. I want you to look at this scripture, which I think holds great significant truth. Matthew 15 and verse number 21 and the Bible says that Jesus went out from there and departed from the region of Tyre and Sada. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. And he answered and said, I was not sent except for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good that I take the children's bread and throw it to little dogs. Little dogs. You see that? Throw it to the little dogs. Now look at her, her reply. Verse number 27. And she said, Yes, Lord. But yet the, even the dogs eat from the crumbs which fall from the master's table. And Jesus answered and said, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed the very hour. Oh, hallelujah. You know what she was? She was like a dog. She says, I know that you were sent to a group of people, but you're my master. 
and you're the one that has the key to my need. You're the one that can bring deliverance to my daughter. You're the one that can bring healing to my daughter. I'm going to follow you if i got to lick your kneecaps. I'm going to follow you. If i got to snoop around the table, I'm going to follow you because you're the one that has the key to what I need. I want you to know today, I want you to know today that the kingdom of heaven is going to the dogs. I wish somebody would help me. I know I should quit right now because somebody wave your hanky and say, preach on a little bit, preacher. I said the kingdom of heaven is going to the dogs. I'm telling you, this woman understood something. This woman understood that I... I long after you. There is only, you're the only one that can take care of my need. You're the only one that can bring healing. You're the only one that can bring deliverance. And that's just the same thing a dog will do. A dog will lick your face off. The dog won't leave you alone. you got to tell that dog, go, go lay somewhere else. Get off of me. That dog understands that you're my master and you're the one that can take care of my needs. And some, we, what, we have in, what we have in church is a bunch of cats. They wander the alleys seeking for the tomcat. Come on, somebody. But I've come to let you know you better get off of that. You better become like a dog and go back to the master's house. We think we can get old fulfillment from Tom the cat. But I'm telling you, nobody can fulfill your needs except Jesus. I said, nobody can save you but Jesus. I'm so sick of this self-help stuff in the church. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. I said, Jesus is the answer to the problem of humanity. Jesus said, your faith is great, woman this moment your daughter will be healed. You know what? When you follow Jesus in spite of the obstacles and the hindrances that's in front of you, you will get your miracle, your need will be met. But the problem is it's following him through the difficult times. Some, If this was the modern day church, we would have been offended that Jesus called us dogs. How dare you? I'm the beloved in Christ. Do you know who I am? I'm bishop. How dare you call me a dog? Jesus wasn't meaning that in a derogatory sense. Jesus was trying to give us an example of what somebody should do in following him. And some of us are so insecure that we misread what Jesus is trying to say and take offense at it. You ever met somebody like that? You can't even talk to them. They get offended. No, that's not the point. Jesus said, that's not the point here. She had great faith. Isn't it interesting? The Bible says, my servant, Caleb. Numbers 14, 24, my servant, Caleb. You see, ladies and gentlemen, when you serve God fully, listen to me, God will recognize you. Nowhere in this scripture did the spies recognize him. He didn't have a committee that recognized him. The scripture says, God said, my servant Caleb. God recognizes people who follow him fully. 
And then God said, I will bring you into this land. Guess what? Guess what I'm about to shout here? God has a way of bringing you into things even when people don't like you. Woo! God, God has a way of bringing you into some things when people are against you. God has a way of bringing you into a place where everybody says it ain't going to work. Because God says, if you follow me fully, I will bring you into a place. Hallelujah. So, so that means I don't need your approval for me to get from plan A to plan B. When you follow him fully, he recognizes you. When you follow him fully, he brings you into the land. He said, I'll bring you into the land. I will give the land to you. You know what, Caleb? You know what Caleb does? You know what a dog does? A dog obeys without reservation or limitation. What does it mean to follow God fully? It means that I serve you without reservation and without any limitation, I'll follow you. It's no wonder Jesus had the multitude, then he had the 70, then he had the 12, he had the 3, and he had the 1 because not everybody who says they're going to follow him actually follows him. You can't Soar with the eagles on Sunday morning, be hanging out with turkeys on Saturday night. You're doing that. John chapter 21, Jesus says, John 21, Jesus says, verse, oh, excuse me, John 6. Verse 60. Look at the scripture. John 6, verse 60. It says, Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? And when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then? If you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that did not believe and who would betray him. And he said, therefore I have said this to you, that no one can come to the, done to me unless the Father has granted it. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Oh, no, I thought they were all following him. When it gets really hard, that's when the church starts to empty out. When the pastor has to correct stuff and the pastor says, you can't act. No, 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 no. You've got to grow up. and quit. You, you, it's time that you take the, the, the bottle out of your mouth. And time to take the diapers off and grow. It's the hard sayings. So that they started walking away. And Jesus says to the twelve, do you also want to go away? 
But Simon answered, this is my favorite part, Lord, to whom shall we go? For you have the words of life. Hallelujah. I want to let you know, you know why we have come and why we are seeing this morning? We have come to see that Jesus is the one that have the words of life and there is no way I'm turning back. There is no way I'm going back. I'm going to follow him like a dog. I'm going to go all the way after him with my heart. Are you following him fully or are you following him partially?